What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com, Brighton.tv, Rumble.com slash MG Show. And won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Where we go, one we go all. Fight, 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 and fight we will. We fight every day right here on the MG Show. Welcome to the MG Show. I am in the Matrix. That is Shady Groove. I'm the M. He's the G. Without any further ado, welcome, Shady Groove, to the MG Show. We got a lot to cover today, Shady. We got a lot to go. We got a lot of ground to cover. We got a lot to get into. And thank you guys, every single one of you, for being here at the MG Show. It's Thursday, February the 22nd. Jeff, we just got two more days until Haley, uh, Nikki Haley loses in South Carolina. Yeah, 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 we do. And we've got a lot of Deltas today. Uh, I don't know if Run the Race is in here yet or not, but uh, it's uh, an anniversary, five-year anniversary. Me and two Run the Race made a list that uh, everybody is talking about. And uh, it's amazing how they identified you know, us as foreign disinfo agents and we're identified by uh, Hillary Clinton and the deep state as pro POTUS and Q uh, followers, and we're being attacked by people. Now, this is going to help you put it in all in perspective, guys, okay? The same people attacking us are helping the people that are attacking us. Does that make sense, Shady? It makes perfect sense, Jeff. The, 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 foreign, in, the foreign agents are out there calling you foreign agent. Wow. That's a, a Loki, right? I mean, we've got all of them on Halper's a foreign agent. You know, she doesn't even. So, you know, guys, I'm just tired of you know, all I want is the truth, nothing more. I want Donald J. Trump to win, uh, and nothing else is more important. We are laser focused on Donald J. Trump winning the 2024 election. We see all the psyops being played out all around us, and we will bust them as they come because I wake up. Oh my gosh, new PSYOP, get on the show, bust the PSYOP, go to sleep, wake up, new PSYOP, get on the show, bust new PSYOP. There's nothing more important than President Donald J. Trump right now, guys. 
and he is killing it. And we got a lot of comms last night from President Donald Trump. We're going to that's why this show is called Phase 2. <laughs> uh, Trump posted that he's phase two of the uh, South Carolina interview with Laura Ingram. So we're going to show you that. We're going to show you uh, a show that I did quickly on Periscope, I think, uh, and YouTube when we had YouTube, uh, of uh, the uh, posts that we were listed in. And you'll see that we had the Q aggregator on InTheMatrix.com, the same one that's called QAG today. You know, he can try to explain that away all he wants, but that is, uh, we helped him with that, whether he likes it or not. And it's amazing. I went into to Telegram today and I said, hey, guys, now that you guys have seen a lot of people in Telegram befriend us and love us and then all of a sudden leave us and hate us, what do you guys think about all that? You know, it, it was a very interesting conversation. I want to thank you. Sometimes I pop into the Telegram. It's a MG show on Telegram. Get over there and, you know, talk with the people over there. It's interesting. It's interesting, uh, interesting uh, dynamics that we're, we're seeing because Shady and I have let a lot of people in our inner circle and all of a sudden they turn out to be not so good. Why? It's weird. It's really weird to me, Shady Groove. It's weird. It's weird to me too because I thought we were all fighting for Donald Trump, and I thought that we were all fighting to get him back into the White House, and we could all do that together. So it's just interesting that people decide that other things are more important than the fight that we're supposed to all be in together, and effectively, you know, re uh, replacing civilian control to the presidency is what we would like to do. Hey, what do I see? Is that Junior getting all excited for Shady and Matrix? Look at him up there. Look at him, Shady. Is he Look bouncing? Oh What's God. he doing? Yeah, we love that little guy. <laughs> Junior uh, T. Lawler uh, and Michigan Anon. Good to see you, my brother. Good. We are happy to see you too, and we can see you. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope they know that. And, uh, yeah, I hope you know. So we will have a good show after this, we, but we are not sponsored by Lucifizer. We are sponsored by you. Uh, all the Red Castles, thank you very much. We got four or five yesterday uh, and the Rumble Rants because we are hurting because of the attacks that are on this show, and we're going to show you where they started. Also, uh, 2-22-17 is the day that I died as well. I had my gallstone ileus, and I was operated on uh, 34 staples right through here. They disemboweled me, re-emboweled me, fixed it all up. Uh, I survived a 92.4% uh, mortality rate. And then two years later, Hillary puts me on a list of wanting me to get off Twitter. Pretty interesting stuff. But hey, I'm still here, Shady Groove. I'm still here fighting with you and run the race and all those people in the tele uh, on Twitter and Telegram on Rumble. We love you. Yeti, roll that beautiful boom footage. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Jeff Peterson from the MG Show. Uh, Shady and I are so thankful to our viewers and listeners on the podcast and rumble.com slash MG Show live 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. East and brighton.tv. If you guys want to help support this show, please help us with the sponsors, MyPillow, Sovereign Advisors, etc. We want to make sure that you understand the best way for you to help our show because we are not funded by Pfizer. We're funded by you. And this is citizen journalism, independent citizen journalism. This is the best way to support us. This is our mg.show slash donate site. Uh, this $17 a month one is really awesome. I don't know why I like that number. Then there's also, that's recurring. Then there's also one-time donation. And there are other ways to donate as well. Uh, use buy, buy us a coffee and give, send, go. But please, we really need your help to fight this battle every day and bring you content on our website. We've got a new blog too. So get over there, check out the content that we're delivering to you every day. 
Thank you guys. God bless. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. And welcome back to the MG Show, guys. Uh, MyPillow.com, use code MG Show uh, anywhere on MyPillow.com or call 1-800-873-0478. That's 1-800-873-0478. Use code MG Show. Shady Groove. I want to, you know, start this show off to, you know, I, welcome Brighton.tv. We love you very much. But I want to show you what happened on 2-22-2019. And this was a little bit after that because uh, Toots Sweet actually made a song called The, 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 the Mighty 200. Mighty 200. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is me from five years ago, guys. I've been doing this a long time here with Shady Groove, but I actually just decided to go live. This was, I think, on Periscope at the time, uh, maybe yep. YouTube and Periscope. It was just a quick broadcast to show this song and explain what the top two or the mighty 200 is and the censorship that we've been under. Now, mind you, you know, this is the first time we were put on a list and run the race was on that list as well. Then there was a, a you know, then we've got, you know, Twitter files 16 with a sitting Intel uh, um, committee, uh, Senator Angus King. Then we've got CISA and um, DHS. I'm on a list as well. We're on a lot of lists, guys, and don't don't you even start to think that you're not on this list either, but it's interesting that they came after my account first, and it happened just before this all started happening, right? So at 2-22-19, I was, you know, still, you know, part of the, the community. We went on people's shows until this list came out. Did they get orders to start hammering and attacking this show? My Twitter account? You? For following me? I mean, there was a highly coordinated effort, Shady Grove. Yeah, it really is interesting how the dynamic shifted after this post was made. And I think that that's a, a good thing to focus on to, to show. I, I think a number of you are, weren't here five years ago. And so to give you an idea of like what was going on, because before this happened, we had just started our broadcast, the Matrix Groove Hour, and we were uh, producing shows every day. And then this uh, post came out. And then all of a sudden, all of these other influencers and content creators went cold on all of this yeah. stuff and it started to escalate from there. Yeah. So here it is. This is, uh, 
<laughs> this is from a broadcast uh, from us, uh, but Shady wasn't there that day. I just decided to just play the song. I didn't think it was going to be very long. Uh, but watch, guys. This is, and you'll notice that the Matrix Green QAG is in Matrix Green. They did change that uh, since, you know, wanted to make sure that, you know, I had nothing to do with it. Uh, and Shady, mm -hmm. we, we had a lot to do with it. And, um, mm -hmm. and we're very proud of our work that we've done with it. And we're sad that we've lost that guy, too. But here we go. This is the Mighty 200. Check it out. Okay, it's in the matrix. Three X's on Twitter. Can you guys hear me? Good morning, everybody. <laughs> it is Sunday, June twenty third, eight twenty three a.m. Wow, I'm having a little bit of a hard time. This is my third take on this. <laughs> so, Karen, thank you. Welcome, Freedom Fighter. Hello, Real Mentoring. Hi. All right, so I want to show you guys this since you can hear me now, right? <laughs> third time is a charm. Tom says. You betcha, man. I tell you. Whew. Okay, so this is Toot Sweet. I want to show you um, a great video right here. This is his video. It's the Mighty 200, and we're going to check that out in two minutes. I just really want to go over um, some of this, why the top 200 came to be and why I found out about it, how I found out about it, right? And I've been talking to the top 200 people, and they are amazing patriots. Let me tell you that right now. Oops, these are my cue posts. And I also want to let you know that Sidney Powell was going to represent us in a law firm case until she went with Flynn, and that case never went anywhere. Hang on, sorry. Um, okay, this is where I want to start, right here. So this is Q2876 on February 22nd, 2019. Hillary went ahead and tweeted this out. And by the way, I, when I was at the rally, I stopped and spoke to news media, and I showed them this and how I was attached, just like how I'm going to show you right now. Right. So this is Politico reports today, a wide ranging disinformation campaign aimed at Democratic 2020 candidates. I'm Brit Hume. I'm just kidding. Is already underway on social media with signs that foreign state actors. I am Russian bot, just so you know. Uh, are driving at the at least some of the activity, right? So this is the article that goes to Politico. Uh, you've got sound. Positive of that. All right, and we got <laughs> um, we got this, we got this sustained and uh, ongoing disinformation. And if you look at this article, boom, 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 it's all garbage. Guardian AI found evidence that a relatively small cluster of accounts, that's me, guys, and these beautiful 199 other patriots. And here's the same core group of accounts. There they are. Who are they? And this is the IWR vote fraud. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, this information is so old, said M.M. Bing, bing, boom. All right. So this is it. There are 200 people. And just if you think that this 200 people is only 200, you don't think you're on this list if you're on Twitter? Twitter? You're on this list, guys. And I want to make sure that we point out a couple of things here. One, these are 200 of the top most amazing patriots on Twitter. and but you know what? That list goes on further. So you're the top amazing <laughs> patriots on Twitter. This is what they're saying. The 200 counts shown above is a sample network that we're uh, talking about voter fraud. I use that twice, by the way. And um, we're not concluding that all of these accounts are bots because <laughs> I'm not a bot. And, and you know what? I've talked to most every one of these people and they didn't sound very robotic to me. Okay. You see how they're Xing out the accounts? They're taking them down, guys, one by one under false pretenses. Here's yours truly. This is 
This is my, you know, this is me. Um, and I don't see other Patriots. Uh, I don't see Joe M here. I don't see Jordan say they're praying medic. I mean, I, they should be here. You know what I'm saying? But I don't see him here. But I see him here. And this is not InfoWars, by the way. This is not InfoWars. This is Stop the Madness. Because a lot of the trolls are saying, well, why is InfoWars on it? Well, they're not. They're not on it. Okay, I promise you. They are not on it. Um, and Run the Race. Here's um, Run the Race was on here. Here's her account right here to Run the Race. They got her first account. Remember that, guys? So she's on it. Okay. And Doxy, you're not a bot. <laughs> Good morning, Linda. So yes, this is what we're doing. This is it. This is the top 200. Okay. So I want to get through this and I want to play this song because it's a beautiful song and I had some technical difficulties, but we're doing it. We're, we're doing it live. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that from uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly, but it's amazing. So this is the voter fraud link, link embedded in article, crooked Hillary and three kill boxes, guys. All right. And then this is the, yes, yes, she is back. She has a different account, Philip. Absolutely correct. But that one is gone, okay? So this, these are your top 200 accounts. There they are. Um, I will leave the link in the bottom of this video as well so you can check out the top 200. Anonymous, what's up? I'm showing everybody a song here, okay? There's your top 200. And, and I want to show you what Q has to say. Patriots. And this list. I believe goes further than 200. Anonymous is probably on that list somewhere. You know, you got mentoring. You're probably on this list somewhere. L L Lily, Tiger Lily, you're probably on this list. But this is the top 200, okay? As what they call it. Patriots, you have been selected as threats and falsely labeled as foreign disinfo agents, though they attempt to disguise at the bottom is not all. This is an attempt to target and remove by false pretenses all threatening voices elimination of free speech to prevent loss of control these actions are now being monitored and would strongly encourage forwarding this information to the appropriate members of congress senate and the media well i went to the media and they had no they didn't even care <laughs> they don't care because they're obviously operation mockingbird right i at the trump rally when i went down the line of the trump rally and if you have not seen me at the trump rally showing you all the huge q support out there it's in the matrix of three x's.com slash c slash in the matrix with three X's. It's what youtube.com slash C slash in the matrix. Yes, youtube.com slash C slash in the matrix. Go find my video of me walking down uh, the Orlando Q rally, POTUS rally, actually. But what an amazing rally, guys. So many people knew it. You got to see it. All right. So we believe that this is a test run to effectively silence the opposition while testing the potential media backlash and or official response. This attempt to remove silence fascism to those who oppose their view narrative should further demonstrate their resolve to control the message narrative when at any cost again thank you doxy yeah they loved it we are q that was a great video everybody here is saying wow what a great video get over there and check it out youtube.com slash c slash in the matrix we'll get you right to our youtube account get over here and give us a follow too all right here we go these are the top 200 it is a this is a public service announcement from q on 2:22:19. targeted direct purge here we go that's them hillary tweeted us out and toots sweet right here on twitter and i'm going to drop his link right there in live chat for you guys to get over there and and follow toots Amazing patriot. He's got a QAnon song. He's from New York, New York. He's amazing. Talked to him many times. He's supposed to come on the show. I, you know, we need to get him on, and especially we're going to get him on now because check this song out, guys. This is The Mighty 200 by Toots Sweet. <laughs> 
the mighty 200. With a mighty 200. With a mighty 200. It's just ordinary people like you and me. Voicing an opinion. Only to be singled out. Targeted by political, accused of being Russian bots, and then kicked off social media with knowledge X through their avatars. The only Russians I say hell the Silicon Valley Russians are drinking vodka martinis, served with Russian caviar, driving fancy sports cars, smoking Cuban cigars, eating tuna tartare to live with. Fascist Democrats who act like Russian oligarchs. With a mighty 200. With a mighty 200. 200 strong. With a mighty 200. Pushing and acting, you're trying to make a difference. Ain't nothing wrong. With a mighty 200. 200 strong. With a mighty 200 We left this side, we got no voice anymore With a mighty 200 James Woods, Alex Jones, it doesn't matter who you are Laura Luma, Candace Owens, Michelle Malcolm, even Louis Farrakhan Free speech is free speech and it's never to be trampled on The liberal left, police state, fascists took censorship way too far With a mighty 200 With a mighty 200 200 strong With a mighty 200 defeated Nazi fascism in a second world war With a mighty 200 200 strong with a mighty 200 Until the Democrats brought it back Right through our front door It's like a liberal indoctrination With imagination The way they turn the battle of the sexes Into a gender-neutral confrontation Temptation To spare this information And you think political was really a Russian from their affiliation So here's my interpretation of this situation Hillary Clinton did her very best My father impersonation is a manifestation I don't doubt information As we leave the balance of our future In the hands of this next generation Generation with a mighty 200 With a mighty 200 200 strong With a mighty 200 Talking in light about those who do with a mighty 200 200 strong With a mighty 200 Still in line with a political power In the eyes of the law With a mighty 200 200 strong With a mighty 200 We don't win no censorship For way too long With a mighty 200 200 strong With a mighty 200 Still a speech they try to reach them They're all right with a mighty 200
with a mighty 200 by Toots Sweet. Wow, that's going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> what a great song, Toots. Hats off to you. Hats off to the mighty 200 with a mighty 200. Oh, my gosh, I can't sing, but I want to sing. <laughs> Who wants to sing? Who loved that song? Go ahead and hit a 17 if you love that song, guys. I really had a good time with it. Uh, Toots uh, sent it to me yesterday, last night, five hours ago. And I wanted to make sure that I got that in there for him. Um, I want to, uh, you know, you know, being on that list as well and nobody really caring and all the attacks. Nobody's really paying attention. This is the the val- the, the uh, video I want you to see, guys. This is me right, at the, guys, the rally. The Matrix of three X's. This is it. How you doing? Who knows Q? I met Where people, we go one? People knew who Matrix Q was. MatrixofThreeX's.com and on Twitter. All right. I mean, if you guys want to see an awesome guys, video, we had amazing patriots. We broke Q-A-M-O-N, through. Okay. In the matrix on Twitter. Well, I called Abraham Link. Look at this. These guys. Guys. Thank you. Oh, no shit. Yes. He's oh, you're in the matrix. Oh my god. How you doing? And this video is not going viral because all the other big accounts are jealous. I guess. You guys. But we got to stick together, guys. I would play your video. You know it. I would play your video. Here's me and JT Wild. Look at this beautiful patriot. Oh, I need Look at that. Hugs. She knew Q. I, we do hugs here. Oh, yeah. We do I hugs here. Q. You yes. know Q? Yes, Have you heard I of do. In the Matrix with three yes. S's? I am in the Matrix. Nice to meet you, man. Oh, you are. I okay. am. God bless you. I listen to Mark Taylor, all of them. Mark, Mark Taylor is awesome. He talks to us as well. Look at that. So I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a taste of <laughs> old Matrix Shady Groove. Welcome back. Wow. <laughs> That's really awesome to, to just to see the energy. It's the energy that was going on at that time that is so relevant because all of us were so activated and so motivated. And it's really interesting to see what has occurred since then because that energy was twisted and it was co-opted and it was uh, driven into a narrative. And now, like everybody that went uh, around after President Trump left office, went into all of these different narratives and all of these segments and 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 uh, conversations and stuff that had absolutely nothing to do with Q, dilution, 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 dilution over time. And now um, we find ourselves here where uh, the, the, the mainstream media has effectively uh, set themselves up to be an outcast because they, they are, you know, they we're calling them legacy media for a reason because they're uh, his, part of history. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, you are the news now, guys. So get your own show, guys. Do it. Get a podcast. You know, we were there to help a lot of people get their feet. And then all those people got their feet and ran. Shady Group. It's really weird how that works, isn't it? That's funny. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that was a little bit of, and that was uh, on the RQ post aggregator that is now called QAG. (laughs) And, uh, uh, you saw it right there with the Matrix Green. You know, who thought of that? Who wanted Matrix Green highlights? Wow. We did. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Just checking. All right. So uh, very interesting, guys, how it's uh, happening out there. We've got another uh, Arabella Advisors Fund, Shady Grove. Uh, they snuck one in. Uh, also, real quick, I want to just go through this. This is uh, today. We have a whole network outage on AT&T, and it looks like it's going further than just AT&T, like Cricket and Verizon and others. Um, it's just dropping phone service, but you know, people, we have a Delta today on 222, breaking internet infrastructure is under attack. The agency that oversees the online address book warns 
tools of prevention online. Wow, we have a Delta. It's interesting. I'm sure that's not a cube proof or anything like that. I mean, come on. And then also, Shady Groove, there's another one here. This is the Q post. Again, Delta for 222-2019, five years ago. The info, this is the ncc.gov documents. This is understanding internet infrastructure and emerging issues. This is a file you can, it's all linked here. Uh, remove control from government and provide to California who controls California. Wow. Significant risk, cover, control. Why would Hussein, Barack Hussein Obama, transfer U.S. government control of the internet to a nonprofit CA company? You are the news now, Q. Nonprofit California company now controls the internet, guys. Hmm. So very interesting. That Delta is today. Yeah. 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 And you got the, that Delta. And then so Shady Grove, we got, uh, you know, the, the 222.19 of us being put on a list. And I just really want to make a, a quick statement. But isn't it interesting, Shady Grove? Like, let me just, you know, let me just slow down because it's, it's interesting. Uh, this is to run the races post right here at to run the race. Five years ago today, we learned that we were targets of the HRC deep state for being pro-president Donald J. Trump and pro-Q. In the Matrix and I were identified as serious threats with the ability to shift the narrative. I know I can say we are both thankful to still be going strong, and that is absolutely true uh, to run the race. Happy anniversary. And uh, that's that. And um, I wanted to just, you know, this is my question. Are the people attacking our accounts now involved with hrc are they helping hrc and media matters and dhs and CISA by attacking us it, it's it's a valid question it's more than a valid question there's no coincidences and we know that there are no coincidences and now we understand that there is a fever pitch of uh panic that's going on over in the uh globalist mindset world because there is a populist movement rising in america and this is the one thing that the globalists could not let happen this is the the the, the destruction of their whole plan happens if we coalesce around uh, each other and unite as a country and decide that wait a minute we have a corrupt entity that is t attacking each and every one of us it doesn't matter if we're democrats or republicans if we wake up to that reality and stop fighting one another, it's crickets for them, and they realize that. And so, you know, this, this whole thing that happened with you guys and that happened with Q and bringing all of this information out was was nothing less than uh, uh, destructive, forcing the jugglers to juggle many, many more things at the same time. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, Jeff, what we've done, what this what this community of patriots has done is we have taken the voice away from the mainstream media. They no longer have the impact that they have. Yes, they still exist, but people don't just listen to them and believe what they say near the same that they did five years ago. And it's a hats off to each and every one of you out there as being part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Uh, the truth fears no questions. Who is, who, right. who is it and who's afraid and, and blocks us if we ask questions? Well, it looks like uh, Red Pill 78 blocked somebody for asking a question about us. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll give you three stars in general if you can figure out anybody else <laughs> and any of their digital soldiers. Wow, guys. And the reason, the reason that they block, the reason that, that, that they are blocking is because we can answer to them in their posts in a, in a public forum like Twitter. We can go, they can make a post attacking us and we can go respond to that post, but they don't want to hear the response that we have to their post, i.e. Brian Cates and Punisher and Awakened Outlaw and the number of other people out there. They don't want to hear our argument. They don't want to hear our retort because our retort makes more sense than their narrative. Mm. 
Yeah. Because we have the ability to shift the narrative. They have to block us, Shady. Right. That's right. Uh, That's right. Joe Kalupa, 66, salute to all of the MG Show family for being on a list. We will never be silent again. $20 Rumble rent. Thank you so much. And Chuck A10 says, where we go one, we go all. Boom. $17 Rumble rent. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, yes. And there is Drop 59 has in general. <laughs> I saw that. Um, but let's go ahead and turn to Donald J. Trump last night, Shady Groove. Donald yep. J. Trump last night posted uh, this. Uh, he goes, phase two of South Carolina interview with Laura Ingram tonight at seven o'clock. Fox News. Enjoy with three exclamation points. There it is. Okay. 221, 2024. And if you go look at some of those posts, here's one here on February 21st, 2024. That says, stay tuned. Everything has meaning or a purpose at Jack getting nervous. Phase two. Huh? And and not only that, Shady, look what at this. What else you got? Let me. What, what post is this? 819? Let me just go to this over here because uh, let me go over here. 819 because it'll be easier to see that way, guys. But, you know, if you have an iPhone, you can see it, you know, on Twitter. All right. So 819 talks about stay tuned. Everything has meaning or a purpose at Jack getting nervous. Phase two, 221, 2018. Okay. Six years ago. Also, it says asking the right questions, digging in the right place. And it has Q, Anon's digging. See that? So are we asking the right questions, guys? Are we digging in the right place? Do you think this is confirmation phase two? Also, Trump warns of a very, very unfortunate phase two if North Korean sanctions fail. Uh, that's from a zero hedge. Mm -hmm. Phase two, no coincidences. No coincidences. Expand your thinking. So now we are able to expand our thinking and understand what North Korean sanctions mean and, and all of that. And if you go over to the deltas as well, there is something that was very interesting <laughs> that we're learning as we dig all of today's delta, Shady. Let's go back down. I think it's uh, down here somewhere. Let me just grab it. Because, you know, we're looking at, you know, we're looking at, you know, all of this stuff here, guys, like all of the fake news, all of the, the psyops, fake news only divides, divided, you are weak, together, you are strong, united, not divided. All right. Um, talking about, uh, oh, look, this is uh, Hillary Clinton. This is page 294 of the uh, OIG report, Hillary Clinton and Foundation, Crime Against Children, Q. Okay. Where did that ever go? Yeah. The same places where the body's buried. <laughs> Who knows where yeah. the bodies are buried. So what we, you know, and maybe I'll give a little, let, let me just see. Um, do, 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 do. Let me just double check if it's on this one deal of a lifetime. Hmm. Enjoy the show. Our reach is a direct threat to their control. Would the largest news companies in the world attack us daily? If we weren't a threat to their narrative control, you attack those who threaten you the most. Hmm. It's so true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's like, the, like, look at all the nonsense that is still published out there. Look at all the stuff that you can still go look and read. But if it comes to talking about Q, you've got to be erased yeah. from the uh, internet and the world for that matter. Oh, oh, and take your cash app, your Patreon, your PayPal, your everything. They took it. Mm -hmm. Now, this yep. is interesting. Clowns revealed in China slash other 2010, $187, $1.87 gas sold Intel. HRC open source server missing emails cloud strike granted access betrayed only the tip of a spear 
This will be made public soon. Now, if you do this, if you put Singlaub, China, 2010, guess what you get? Guess what you get? General John Singlaub, former OSS officer and founding member of the CIA, speaks at IWP. Guess what he talks about? What does he talk about? China. China. China relations. He said it seems only to realize or act upon the true nature of the Chinese regime. Instead, he suggested the U.S. treats China as our strategic economic partners, even as China continues to gain greater control over the U.S. economy. Now, also, John Singlaub left, left South Korea. He left and retired because he had an argument over getting troops out of Korea. Guys, mm-hmm. There's some other things that I want to point out, Shady, but do we wait or do we, you know let the cat out of the bag yet i don't know well we should wait well there's a, a couple of different things i'm not sure which direction that uh that i was i, w- I was actually just going to uh i, I think maybe we we'll hold off for a second on what what okay. you're getting ready to stay there but i i also want to uh, maybe give them a little bit of a crumb here go get get to digging on sing lab and go look at the timeline go look at the timeline whenever operations in china were happening and I'm not sure if a lot of you understand how the lead up to the North Korean war, whatever, how that occurred. North Korea was being controlled by China. But interestingly enough, we have a massive insertion effort that happened in China at the highest levels before China started puppeting North Korea. And then now we know what the boogeyman was, how North Korea was controlled. All this stuff that Q pointed to North Korea of being the boogeyman and everything is going to play out in a very different way than what a lot of people in, that just listen to the mainstream media understand. Because we recognize this, this background infrastructure that set all this stuff up to create a boogeyman. Just like what you see in January 6th, just like what you see with Jesse Smollett, this is what they do. They engineer things to make you afraid so that you will give up your freedoms to beg someone to protect you. That's not supposed to be the American way, and the military-industrial complex is behind it. Yeah. Yeah, and the military and industrial complex is running ops underneath the government and the American people. Yes. They're selling out your Correct. intel. They're selling out your, your country. There might be some other things, too, that we just found out that's going to just knock your socks off, Shady. Oh, my God. I know. I know. It's, a, it's, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. And it might be a little dangerous, too. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but let's go ahead and look at Donald J. Trump. He said when he was elected... He had been to Washington 17 times his entire life. And you're going to need to listen to to this because phase two is also kind of important in here as well, because he talks about people that are going to be in Trump cabinet 2.0. Listen closely to what he says, and I'll point it out when he says it. But this is Donald J. Trump last night, phase two interview with Laura Ingram. Check it out threat. It's not on any government phones. You can't download on the phones. Um, You banned it while you were president. He lifted that ban. Are you worried that you're going to miss out on the young voters by not being on TikTok? Well, right now I'm leading with the young voters by a lot. I think they want to see competence in office. Uh, They see this guy who can't put two sentences together. He literally so if he were on the stage, he would not be able to figure out how to get off. Did you ever see it? He can't find the stairs. <laughs> the stairs are all over the place. He can't find stairs. Uh, they want to see competence much more so than being on TikTok. I believe that. Uh, TikTok, I was going to ban it permanently, but Congress didn't want to do it. I said, look, I'm going to do what you want to do in this case. And they didn't want to do it. They're pretty well taken care of. But uh, I don't think it's going to matter for him. You're extremely funny. I mean, you have a, a fantastic sense of humor. People who you know don't know you personally, 
sometimes don't see that because you're facing very serious challenges and a very serious election. How might you showcase your sense of humor during this campaign for you know those people who might not be all that into politics? I don't think I want to be a comedian uh, with respect <laughs> to the campaign. We have a country that's dying. We have a country that's a, it's a failing nation. I say it in my speeches, so it's a failing nation. We have a nation in decline. We are a nation in decline. I just don't think it's a subject that we're smiling too much about. When I see 18 million by the time he leaves, I think that's going to be the number. 18 million people coming in from places unknown. We have no idea who they are, but they are terrorists. We're going to have massive terrorism. We're going to have a big problem with terrorists. We're going to have a lot of problems. We have to get the, and especially the bad ones. And remember what I said, the local police force, you have a great family right there, the Heinz family sitting in the front row. They lost their daughter to an illegal alien that came in and we threw him out and he was gone. And he came back in, just came back in and he, his, their daughter was killed by an illegal immigrant that came in during the Biden administration. So sad. So I just don't see that much humor in what we're doing. This is a very serious charge and this is a very serious thing I'm doing. And I don't want to be, you know, if I, if I start talking with a smile, they'll say he smiled because the fake news is just terrible. He smiled. What was he smiling about? Mm. And I don't really want to smile. There's not, I want to smile when we complete the task and make America great again. I'll smile. You face a lot of internal opposition in your first term. Individuals who you believed really didn't have your same agenda, were not right. advancing your agenda, whether it was pulling troops out of, of foreign countries right. or other programs. So how would you guard against that? in a second term and would there be any people you would pull back from the uh, your former term in office who you might bring back to the cabinet we had a lot of great people lighthizer we, i mean there were so many because you talk about our trade we would just kill in on our trade we had a lot of great people i won't mention but i could mention 20 names just right off the cuff but we also had some that i wouldn't have used the difference is when i was elected i was in washington 17 times in my entire life and i never stayed over i wasn't a washington person Listen very closely to what he says, guys. So I had to rely on, in some cases, rhinos, in some cases, well-meaning rhinos, but they were recommending people. And some of the people I had, I wouldn't have uh, used again. And now I know everybody. I know the good ones, the weak ones, the strong ones, the incompetent ones, the very smart ones that people don't know this, how smart they are. You know, those are the ones we like the best. But the fact is, I know the people now really well. Because, you know, I did, I won, I was a businessman. It's, if you ever look at the charts, 92% of the people that became president were politicians. The other 8% were generals. So I was neither, I was neither of them. Could you work with me? Do you understand now, guys? Civilian control. Boom. Mitch McConnell, if he's still in office, obviously you've butted heads, have well, different views on a lot of issues, but could you work with him? Uh, in a new term, if he was still in the Senate, a still had a leadership position. A lot of his so-called people have endorsed me, as you know, over the last little while. A lot of them have uh, tremendous people like Steve Daines is, is a great guy. And uh, actually, John Cornyn gave me an endorsement, which shocked the hell out of me, to be honest with you. But I was endorsed by a lot of people and uh, almost 
you know, getting close to the entire Senate, uh, he'll probably end up endorsing me also. I don't know that I can work with him. He gave away trillions of dollars that he didn't have to, trillions of dollars. He made it very easy for the Democrats. When I wanted to build a wall, I ended up building the wall. You know what I did? I took it out of the military. I said, this is an invasion of our country. That's how I built the wall. I said, this is an invasion. I'm taking it out of the military because you couldn't get it out of Congress. So I don't know what his status would be. I think he probably at some point will... Uh, pull over if I win. Now you're getting slammed from some of your old adversaries about your NATO comments. Watch. Why is Donald Trump so enamored of Putin? Well, part of it is he's a wannabe dictator. He even said the other day, let's uh, basically get out of NATO and, you know, encourage Putin to do what he wants. All of us should reject the dangerous statements made by the previous president that invited Russia to invade our NATO allies if they weren't paying up. So does this mean you're not going to defend NATO countries if they haven't paid their two point whatever well, percent? Uh, yeah, sort of. It does. We have we have 28 countries. We have 28 countries. And they were taking advantage tremendously. You know, look, the European nations, I happened to be a long time ago. My parents, my grandparents came from a place called Europe. So I love it. But they are very smart and they take advantage. They've taken advantage of us on trade and they've taken advantage of us on NATO. And what happened, what I did is I told them, if you don't pay up, I'm not going to defend you. And they said, I can't believe it. Nobody else ever said that. Bush came in, he made a speech and they left. Obama came in, he made a speech. We were supporting almost 100 percent. In my opinion, we were paying for Europe's military, almost 100 percent, not 40 percent or 20 percent. They weren't paid up. And a question was asked by the head of a country, very strong question, at a big meeting, one night, 28 countries, sir, does that mean that if we don't pay, you will not defend us from Russia or whoever? I said, you say you didn't pay? You were delinquent? He said, yes, let's say we were, I would not defend you. Now, if I said I would defend them, they wouldn't have paid. As soon as I said, that's right, that's exactly what it means, the money came pouring in, billions of dollars, and the Secretary General, who couldn't believe it because he went through Obama, he went through Bush, he went through all of them, they never paid up. Everybody owed money. Of the 28 countries, eight had paid almost up. Like 11, have, have 11 or 12 have now Very paid. Very few. Their, well, maybe. But, but do you think Article 5 should be amended as, as it's currently written? I think a country should the, have to pay. If you don't pay, why should we? Look. Uh, I mean, doesn't that make sense, guys? If you don't pay, you don't play. Just imagine, Shady Groove, your house right now. You don't have to pay for it, but you can stay there the whole time. That doesn't happen in real life. You have to pay either a rent or mortgage or whatever, guys. This is insane. And it's just one plus one equals two. Period. Yeah, it's like any other situation where you're being taken advantage of, right? Like, it's really interesting to watch the way the dynamic is because the people who are taking advantage of America are being the bullies. The people, in my opinion, the, I thought that the people who paid the bills were supposed to be the bullies in the situation. They've completely inverted it and trying to make you see yourself as lesser than. That's right. And most people don't understand that the U.S. built NATO by putting Nazi war criminals in charge. You guys know that. We know that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it looks like there's still the same people in charge. <clears throat> and it, boy, did that dictator comment sure uh, 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 escalate the whole situation of them flipping out, man. Because, the, you know, like it's, yeah. it's just interesting to watch him. He puppets them. 
he put that out there intentionally. You saw how Sean Hannity yeah. pushed back against him after he had already said it because they're all activated by it. That's all they hear. They're like they can conflate anything in the world in their minds into something else. And so he's basically put it on the map and boom, right there you go. Donald Trump right back in the front pages all across the country. And and if you go back to the Tucker interview with Putin, NATO has never been nope. a force for peace. They've never been a yes. defense of some fictional Soviet Union threat. Instead, it has always right. been an aggressive military alliance that exists solely to serve the aims of U.S. imperialists and domination of the world. Period. A hundred percent. And, you know, look, and, and also the bad faith negotiations. He, Putin said specifically, I went to Bush. I went to the, I went to Clinton. I tried to ask them. They said, okay, maybe we can work on something. Then they came back to me and said, no. <laughs> when I went to the higher ups, they said, that's a no go. Who's the higher ups? Brighton, we'll be right back. Uh, we're going to continue on rumble.com slash MG show. We love you. Brighton.tv. Go to brightonstore.com and use code MG show. <laughs> let's finish this little piece. <laughs> let's finish this little piece from Donald J. Trump. Uh, and then we've got another one. Check it out. We have a Epic. bigger purpose than they will pay. It's like Ukraine. They're not paying. We're paying. We're paying for the Ukraine much more than they are. They should be paying at least on an equal basis. They should actually be paying more. And the reason they're not is that nobody's asking them. I guarantee you, Biden, do you think Biden's calling these guys and saying, listen, fellas, you got to pay up, pay up, get your ass moving, pay up. <laughs> not going to do that. He'll go, huh, huh. Right now, the guy doesn't know he's alive, okay? And the guy doesn't even know he's alive. <laughs> I love our president, Shady Grove. He literally doesn't even realize how funny he actually is, you know, because he's so serious and so direct. It's it's really just amazing to watch him work because the the humor that is that he espouses is of of a such a factual nature that you know it. it, it I don't even know how to describe it. It's absolutely yeah. amazing the way that he communicates. A couple of interesting ones. This, listen to this, guys. Let's, uh, and then we'll play the next. We're going to play the next part of this in the next half of the show. But check this out, Shady. You know what? These people. I took the money out. We built 571 miles of border wall, and that's what made our border so good. You know what? These people. 571 border wall, Shady. Remember when it was 300, and we went to Q Post 300? But look at this. This is from. Uh, uh, Nicole Tarina M2 Tarina uh, at Jack MZ ES so MZ Mark Zuckerberg ES Eric Schultz uh, Schultz I believe right Eric's uh, what's his name um, Schmidt JB oh. Elon Musk SH MSM etc do you know what we know do you know that we see all do you know that we hear all fear the storm nobody playing the game Gets a free pass. Nobody. Q. Tarina. That's Nicole can't Tarina. The JB. I think the SH there was the Steven guy with Reddit, but I can't remember the JB. I'm trying to get the JB. It, Come on. It doesn't who, matter. Who? The, 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 the thing that matters is Elon Musk right here, guys. Okay. Correct. That's correct. He, he's correct. a white hat, is he? I don't know if he is. No. My algorithm on Twitter sucks, guys. My algorithm on Twitter sucks. Yes, it does. <laughs> And because it's called freedom of speech, not freedom of reach. And this is what this this is this is what they're setting up. They're basically developing, you know, if you go into their little AI and start typing in stuff about history, it's very interesting that the AI Grok only knows the mainstream media narrative history. It has no concept whatsoever of stuff that hasn't been plugged into that thing, but he's trying to put it out there like it's some sort of uh, you know, 
cut above the rest. Okay, cut above the rest. The thing can't even read anything. It can only aggregate and pull information from Twitter mainly. Shady, I'll give you an, uh, a hint who, who JB is. Uh, it's a, a smiling thing packet package that, you, that everybody gets. Amazon. Bezos. <laughs> Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Ow, ow. Yeah. Jeff Bozos. <laughs> Bozos. <laughs> and oh. could this be a message to the ghosts in the machine? You should talk to him, but if he runs, he runs. Uh, he doesn't seem to be. I heard you say that he's very persistent, and he probably is. I think most stubborn. people. I, I think that most people that run would be stubborn or persistent and, you know, just not want to uh, give up the ghost. But uh, you should talk to him. But doesn't want to give up the give ghost. Up, give up the ghost, guys. Uh, hmm. If someone gives up the ghost, that usually means that they're, they stop trying to do something because they no longer believe they can do it successfully. Give hmm. up the ghost. <laughs> Give it up. He was, he was talking about Joe Biden, but was he? <laughs> I love it. What was he? Great but question. Was he? Right? Was he? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gotta love yes. it. So we got a lot going on right now. We got Deltas today. We got Run the Race and In the Matrix anniversary. Five years. Wow. Boom. And I'm, I'm just strong. waiting for the I. Yeah, we are. We are the mighty 200 guys. And you're on it too. And without any further ado, we're going to go to break. Get your coffee. Get your popcorn. We'll be right back. Thank you for the donations. We need them. Thank you. Shady, take it away. Stay tuned for hour number two of the Matrix Groove Show live on Red State Talk Radio. Coming right up after these words in the Matrix with 3Xs.com. Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on rumble.com slash MG Show, brighton.tv, x.com, and Red State Talk Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. 
towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG's show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Let's go. Welcome back. Hour number two, the Matrix Room Show on RedStateTalkRadio.com. Just say, hey, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Go to InTheMatrix3x.com. More than a country, more than a shining city on a hill. The idea of America lives in each and every one of us. America lives. But a storm has gathered at our shores. A tempest that seeks to tear apart the fabric of our nation. It seeks nothing less than the wanton destruction of this great nation of men and women. It seeks to rip out, erase, and supplant the very foundations of practicality and reason. It seeks to erase us. 
We know this enemy. They have existed throughout time, and now they have come for us. And they have come for our children. We watched the clouds coalesce and gather. We watched them form for decades from the distance as they approached our borders. We heard the clap of thunder echo in our minds and rattle down through the halls of our capitals. We have, most of us, become complacent, unaware, and disengaged while the darkness grew and unfolded around us. Slowly, then all at once. This threat is real. What we face is a hurricane of deceit and moral decay with the goal of absolute power. We face a true battle of good versus evil. If we stand by and do nothing, evil will triumph. But that is not our fate. We are great men. We are great men with a great leader. A leader that loves this nation and what it has given back to him. A leader who seeks the same ideals as we do. Ideals of truth, liberty, and justice. He sees the greatness in us and the great potential in America and its future. He seeks to make America great again. This man will guide us, but he cannot do it alone. It takes every one of us alongside him. It takes work, it takes faith, and it takes resolve. Together we can fight this storm. We can fight and we will win. Unite now. Gather alongside him. Come together for this nation. Bear the colors of red, white, and blue that are woven into the fiber of this nation, saturated with the blood of patriots that came before us. Sacrifice your time. Sacrifice your effort to rebuild this nation Together, together we can save America, the America that lives in all of us. Trump 2024. Text Trump to 88022. Shady Groove, welcome back to our number two. Oh, wow. That is powerful, everybody. And, you know, the cornerstone of our country. The thing that we have to know is that freedom isn't and will never be free, okay? What does it cost us? It cost us time. It cost us effort. It cost us energy. It cost us a sacrifice to stand up. Look back at your founding fathers. Look at the sacrifice those people made in the face of a tyrannical king who was out to destroy each and every one of them. Put on that strength every day whenever you get up and face what we're facing because it is not insurmountable. They are just trying to make you think it is insurmountable so you will not make any effort. The effort that you make will be plenty if we make the effort. And I think that that is exactly what you guys are all doing here. And I want to give each of you a hat tip for the sacrifice that you have made. Jeff, you run the race. All of the people that have sacrificed their uh, uh, what would be considered their reputations to stand up for the, the truth. What we understand is that they are going to always attack a populist movement and they are going to always attack the truth. And so as long as we, the only way, the only way we be evil 
is to speak truth. There is no other way to fight it. They don't like that very much. And mock it. And mock them. Mock mock them, I should say. Right, Bill? Hey, I, I don't, I don't like what right, you make fun Bill. of me. Yeah, okay, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> all, one okay. bit. Hillary put you on a list because of it. Didn't you get the message then? No, I did not, Bill. All right? <laughs> he didn't listen. He's bad at I listening. I didn't listen. And then when all these little digital soldiers came at me as well, I didn't listen. That's right. And we don't want you to listen. What? Listen to yourself. <laughs> listen to yourself. You know, and everybody's like, do you trust this person? Do you trust that? I, you know what? At this point, I don't trust anybody. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't trust anybody. Nobody. Nobody. Shady Grove. Yeah, because it seems like everybody that is, is coming to just wants to ride on the coattails, doesn't it? It doesn't really seem like yeah. a lot of these people that, that are uh, demanding that we worship them have actually made a sacrifice. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, so that was more than a country. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. I liked it. Uh, I just put the link in here again. I'll drop it one more time. Uh, paste, you know, uh, good video. I'm not sure who did it. Uh, you know, that's what happens. You just share it, rip it, share it, put it on your own, whatever you want to do. Take it. It's yours. <laughs> get it. Got it. All right, good. So, get it. Got it. Good. So now, you know, as we know, Trump is well insulated, right? And, you know, we need to, you know, pray for his safety. So, um, in uh, phase two of phase two, uh, this is uh, Trump and a beautiful audience member gets up and listen to what happens here. This is amazing. Check it out. Now it's with President Trump from Greenville, South Carolina. Mr. President, Tammy's in the audience. She has a question. Tammy. Good afternoon, President Trump. Hi. <laughs> um, first of all, I'd like to say we miss you. Thank you. Yeah. And we are truly... We are truly sorry for the scrutiny that you are under on a daily basis, which leads to my question. How do you keep the demeanor that you do and um, keep your spirits so high when you're obviously being um, attacked by the other side all the time? Well, thank you very much for that. I, I really appreciate that question because I do get it. I'll tell you, Tammy, I get two questions the most. Will they do it again? That's number one question. Will they do it again, sir? Will they do it again? We have a lot of checks. We have a lot of things. And, you know, last time I campaigned, I did great. And then I went home and I saw bad things happening. And we all know that. But that's number one. The second thing is, how do you take it? Which is your question. And I don't know the answer to that, except I must be wired in a certain way, because I have a lot of very, very, not even friends, friends and enemies. But I have a lot of people come up to me like Wall Street tycoons, big, tough, smart people. And they say, how the hell do you take it? You got indicted four times. These guys, if they ever got indicted once, I mean, they'd crawl into a corner and say, mommy, take me home. I can't take it. <laughs> it's true. Do you pray regularly? I pray. Yeah. I pray. What's, what's, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, because I know this is a very faith-filled audience here, and I know there are people across the globe pray for you and your safety. They're worried about your safety. Um, no, they are. And they, they and, want, and I, and can do I you feel honest? that? Do you feel the power of that? I do, but can I be honest? I worry about their safety, too. These people, everybody in this room is in great danger right now. We have a nuclear weapon that if you hit New York, uh, South Carolina is going to be gone, too. Uh, I worry about their safety. I think it's the reason I'm doing this. I'm worrying about this country. This country is in such trouble. We have incompetent people running our country right now. The only thing they're good at is being vicious. They're vicious, horrible people. 
And that's what they're good at. They're good at doing the election stuff and demeaning people. Mm. We want to get together. I think we can get together. Will you work with Democrats in cities that I know you love because you spent so much time in all these cities? So sad. You said after Iowa, you would work with any Democrat in any city or state to fix their problems. Will you? Well, I went a step further. I, you know, the top 25 worst cities in terms of crime, they're all run by Democrats. I mean, virtually every one of them is Democrats. I'm going to work with the Democrats. We're going to rebuild our cities. We're going to rebuild those 25 plus cities and we're going to make our cities great again. We're also going to make our capital. Our capital last night, two people were killed again. We have people going in from South Carolina. They want to go and see uh, the Washington Monument or something, anything. And they end up getting shot in Washington, D.C. You you know it better than anybody. It's dangerous. I just lost somebody who was who was killed last week, who was a phenomenal young man he was his carjack he was carjacked and the man shot him this thug shot him through the head right in front of his wife his wife was coming out and he was killed almost instantaneously and a great guy uh this should not be in our capital we will run that with such i want to federalize it i want to take it back we want to clean it fix the roads the roads have potholes i just i can imagine these leaders coming in from other you know they hear the united states they come in from other countries they look at roads that are filthy dirty with dirt with with paper and, and cartons and garbage oh, all fentanyl over. and homelessness with all of it the homeless the tents all over the parks uh, no, we're going to take over Washington, D.C. We're going to federalize. We're going to have very powerful crime. And you're going to be proud of it again. We're going to take the graffiti off the beautiful marble columns, Awful. the swastikas stickers off the columns, and we're going to make it beautiful again and safe. I hear um, a lot this question I'm asked a lot. That Jill Biden is everywhere. She's campaigning everywhere um, for, for Joe Biden, and she did in 2020. Will we see more of... Your secret weapon, yeah. for those of us who know uh, your wife, Melania, will we see more of her this time around, um, given her ability to speak so many languages, her ability, he was so wonderful with children and, and everyone. And I think a lot of people here want to see more of her. They love her. I'll tell you. They do. Will we? So, and you know her. She's a very brilliant person. She speaks many languages, the whole thing. She's done a beautiful job in raising my very tall son. He's very tall, Baron. <laughs> he's seriously tall, right? But, and he's a very good athlete, but he's smart. And her life evolves around that boy. It's so important to her. At the same time, it also uh, revolves around our country and the success of our country. She's raised a lot of money for charity. She's a private person. It's funny, she was a very successful model, very, very successful, and yet she was a private person. Uh, she's going to be out a lot, uh, not because she likes doing it, but she likes the result. She wants to see this country really succeed. She loves the country. You know, when I do rallies, I have so many signs. We love our first lady. The people love her. They love the fact that she's not out there so much. You know, a lot of first ladies, we go out, they want to be everywhere. They get angry at their husband because he's not introducing them. If I didn't introduce Melania, she'd be very happy about it. She's just a different kind of a person. And she loves the country. She's going to be out a lot. But she does it for the good of the country, not for her. She's somebody with a lot of confidence. She doesn't need that. You have a lot of people. And I'm not only talking about first ladies, but uh, other politicians' wives. And I see them all the time. And they're they're constantly out there. And they're waving in front of the husband. You know, they're in front of the husband waving. He's or vice versa. No, she's going to be out quite a bit, and she loves this country, and she wants it great, and she says hello. On Monday, we spoke to a group of undecided primary voters in South Did we lose them? Huh. Okay. 
So uh, th- th- there you have it, a pretty uh, stark example of exactly what it is that we've all been talking about here and how we can, you know, follow the leader, Jeff. I mean, really, like, when, when have you ever seen somebody out there that it will actually stand up for you? Again, we say it again, standing up for you, speaking out for us. Like, every time the man talks, I feel like he's talking for me. Like, I would say very similar things if asked those questions. That's what the media on the left can't get their head around. That's what the globalists can't get their head around. They they don't understand why you would do that. They don't understand what in the world it is that is wrong with you that makes you so darn independent. Hmm. Individual freedoms, but you're a group, you know, I mean, they want to control you by groups and all that other stuff. You know, I am me, you are you, you, you it's crazy. Uh, I actually uh, mistimed that, but I am back shady Grove. I was going to come back like this. Oh, that's great. I love it. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, Yeti cut you to my empty chair. How embarrassing. <laughs> we do it live, Shady Girl. We do it live. Threw us right, right under the I wanna, bus. I want to play this, too, because uh, this was uh, after, you know, phase two. And they do an interview with undecided SC voters. Uh, after the town hall, right? They probably weren't expecting this result, but I want you guys to watch this. It's actually very, very good, guys. Check this out. Decided uh, voters and yeah. from South Carolina. And uh, on Monday night, Jason, Tracy, Eric, Dakota, and Matt were all with us. So did the town hall sway any of you? Yeah. I think yes. that it did. Tell us how. You know, Donald Trump, if I could summarize what he said in one word, it was just strength. He had a, a way about him that just, you know, demanded attention. And he, he really sounded like the kind of leader that I would want to vote for. Mm. He said one line that really stuck with me, Laura, and that's this. My success will be my revenge. That right yeah. there is the line I've been wanting to hear from Donald Trump this whole election cycle. Is he running again to get revenge, to pay back? Who do we have to attack? The vendetta. No, it's my policies, my platform, my results that will be the revenge. Tracy was really concerned about how Donald Trump was going to deport the 10 million aliens he promised to deport. Did he satisfy you with his answer today? A little bit. He said we need to get the bad ones out. He said he's going to use law enforcement. But I'm wondering how that's going to go down in states like New York and California or other oh, they want to get rid of them there. They don't want to get rid of them in New York. They don't want the migrants. That, that's my point. He won't be able to deport in all cities and all states. In fact, where they need it the most, he'll probably be the least effective. Jason, what about you? Yeah, he answered all of my questions about getting into fentanyl and all the drugs out over the border. Um, you know, and I think he'd be great to strengthen the homeless and, and try to help solve that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Eric, you you were concerned about the tone that Donald Trump has yes. had in the past. Did this allay those fears at all for you? Today, he was so likable. Guys, when he walks into a room, he owns the room. It is obvious. Everybody liked him. Um, I couldn't help myself but cheer for him. I'm standing in front of a president, and it's mm. very exciting for me. But at the same time, I just think that he owns the room. Uh, mm. Everybody likes him, and it was evident. Mm. It's hard to not like President Trump. Yeah, Dakota, he didn't, you know, use any, you know, nicknames of Nikki Haley. He kind of went just right over Nikki Haley. He didn't spend a lot of time. Was that something that was you'd be attractive to younger voters and 
women voters? I think it would. I think a lot of young people kind of see that and they're a little turned off by that. And I think that what I saw was a very intelligent town hall. I think that he did a great job just sticking to it. And he, you know, he didn't go off and, and call him names. And I think that honestly helped them. Wow. So uh, did this change the way you consider not only who you're going to vote for, but the president's candidacy here? Yes. 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 Matt, did you react? In, you know, when did you think to yourself when I asked the question about humor? Because I, again, I've known him for a long time. And as I said, I'm not trying to say that, it, that I'm cool or anything, but I just have, happen to know him. And he's super funny. Oh, he's yes. Right. He's super funny. But it, I actually got a I got like a like kind of chills when he said it's not funny what's happening to the yeah. country. Yes. And I, I, I thought maybe that's just me. But did you feel that, too, that that was kind of the I, right was, answer? That was a, a very good answer by President Trump that it's not time to make jokes. We've got a mm-hmm. country to save. And for him to he could have gone down the 2015. Oh, let's you keep name calling, making jokes. But he said, I'm concerned mm-hmm. about this country. And that's why I'm back on this stage. Why don't we do a show of hands? Yes. If any of you change your votes. Yes. I was leaning Trump. I'm definitely going to vote Trump now. How about you guys? Yes. I went to both the Nikki Haley town hall and now the Donald Trump town hall. And I can safely say that I think I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Matt? Well, like you said last night, I was 50-50, you know, kind of riding the line. But Trump really pulled pretty hard today. I really enjoyed just... We didn't have to talk jokes. Let's just talk policy. And for once, we got that out of Donald Trump today. I think what we've seen here, though, yesterday, at least three of you were very undecided. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump really flipped this. And now we have a unanimous panel of Trump supporters. Did you expect that's where you'd land, Eric? Eric? Well, when he read that thing about the Eighth Amendment, because my biggest fear also was the legal challenges. And to me, even though it was simplistic, it showed me he had at least a strategy, like he, he has a, a plan to get out of these pr- troubles. Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. uh, when he said that he was doing it for America, I believed him. And so therefore I felt to myself, yeah, I owe him that, at least to give that uh, vote to him on that, yeah. on that, for that reason. Matt, when I said to him, you know, you could just say I'm done. Like, I, I can't, this is too much. I mean, for most human beings, it would be too just much. Give up. I mean, I, I, my heart breaks for him for what see has happened. Eyes when I forget who asked it today, but you could see it in his eyes when he said, I'm not worried about my safety. I'm worried about the safety of this country and its people. That was a very powerful remark by the that, president. I think so too. Yeah, that clever remark. That's it for us tonight. Thank you so much for That's watching. That's it for Don't us forget, tonight. So and I tell you right now that the, the last gentleman talking about, I, at least he has a plan to get out of all this. I mean, you know, and, 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 and I do believe that Trump did the best he could ever uh, in that debate last night. He did the best I've seen him ever as well. He was calm, cool, collected. He answered the questions, turned people that might have been like, oh, mean tweets and all that other stuff, but ended up liking him. And there's some things that, you know, maybe, you know, President Trump will also take into effect. Like, I have a plan, right? We all know that he has a plan to get out of this, whether it's, you know, the prosecutorial misconduct or whatever that might be, or, uh, you know, the eighth amendment with, you know, the fines being so extraneous and crazy and ridiculous, but people are seeing that, you know, he's being attacked. Why, you know, and then people are starting to realize, you know, why he's being attacked. There are people coming out that were liberals that are now supporting Donald J. Trump because, 
we couldn't tell them. We had to show them Shady Grove. I mean, man, and, it, and isn't, isn't it so clear and evident now? I mean, like literally so clear and so evident what we're looking at and what we can see. And, and what he's saying right there, whenever he says that my success will be my revenge, what he literally means is when the American pe- people put me back in office, then I am going to be the leader of the American people for real this time. In the first four years, they were hamstringing him at every single turn. No one was listening to him. They were not implementing the things that he was saying to do across the board in a number of different circumstances. They they, they completely uh, sidelined him and then uh, stole it in 2020. What did that do? That created a uh, an underdog effect, a martyr-type effect for Donald Trump, bringing in huge amounts of more people not understanding what's going on. And just like you said, Jeff, now that the now the left is starting to see through the lies finally because they can't continue. You know, they're already going back into Russia, Russia, Russia because they don't have anything else, and that is not going to last for the next eight months going into the to the election because he's he's done like much like what Andrew Jackson did way back in the early 1800s. Whenever he felt railroaded in an election, he took his plight to the American people and told the American people how he was wrong, and he ended up winning a mat in a massive landslide in the next time that he ran. So very similar to what Donald Trump is doing right now. This is going to be a Reagan-esque 1980 type election because there's how do how can you support left policies? Like how can you even theoretically support what Joe Biden is doing? If you are an American, if you're a globalist, I get how you support what Joe Biden's doing. But if you're an American patriot, there is no way you can stand back and say that this guy is a leader or has done anything good for our country. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, we need to make sure that we get out in force and swamp them, as he says. You know, would we have liked to have fixed the 2020 election? Yes, but maybe we can fix it later. I don't know. We It, it needs to be fixed for our future. I mean, we know he won. I know he won. We went to sleep thinking he won and we woke up and he lost. What the hell is going on? And they're voting for two weeks. And, you know, the the the, the pedal to the metal, I think they overrigged it. And we're going to see uh, that they can't do that this time. And we need to watch out. We need to, like, go to our polls. If you have time, go watch the polls, guys. Uh, sign up. Get involved. Bring people to vote. Make sure they vote. You know, and it, it, it just... You know, it's just uh, a crazy time to be alive right now. And I think he's going to garner another 10 million that he did before Shady Groove. I mean, I think there's going to be even maybe more. I don't know. But a lot more people are going to vote for this man. I, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to be thankful for Joe Biden. I'm going to be thankful for the presentation of this dramatic hypocrisy that we are seeing in, in, in the the. the So now that we have a perfect situation to, in the modern time, compare and contrast, the American people have a very short-term memory (laughs) in general, but this is is too short for people to ignore how good things were under Donald Trump and see how horrible things are under Joe Biden and to understand that all the globalist narratives 100% agree with Joe Biden. And I saw a story that came out yesterday saying that already going into this election cycle, 89% of all mainstream news coverage about Donald Trump is negative. So they are on the same road that they were on before, 100%. How many percent is negative right here on the MG show, Shady? None. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ah, Got that right. This is is right. This is our daily reminder, guys. Over here of him. 
He was a lobbyist for the 1630 Fund, which is managed by Arabella Advisors, which is the largest Democrat dark money network in the country and considered public enemy number one. That's who's managing her campaign. Does that tell you something, perhaps? All right. So public enemy number one, Shady Grove, not not 50, not 100, number not one. And I'm glad. No, and I'm so glad everybody, you know, all the in, you know influencers out there, they're all talking about it. It's been great. Everybody's sharing, you know, the stuff. They're not. digging on their own. They're not. No, nobody's digging on anything. Mm. Well, mm. this just happened. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> left-wing behemoth Arabella Advisors quietly added a seventh group to its dark money web. The Telescope Fund will help top progressive donors steer hundreds of millions of dollars to Democrat causes. Oh, so there's a new left-wing dark money group, and this is written by Andrew Kerr from the Free Beacon on February 22nd, today. There's a new left-wing dark money group in town. Arabella Advisors added a seventh nonprofit fund to its portfolio in 2021, a previously unreported offshoot called the Telescope Fund. The Telescope Fund is the first spoke in the Arabella network dedicated to hosting donor-advised fund, account fund accounts, a move that will enable Arabella to forge long-term partnerships with its largest anonymous donors. The dark money behemoth pred predicts uh, Telescope will raise more than $200 million a year by 2025, according to the fund's founding documents. And here are the founding documents. This, I mean, this should actually, you know, be outlawed. I mean, this is, this, is the, this is what we need to outlaw, guys. This is the third pillar of election integrity, the first being the machines, Okay. Launched in 2021 as a subsidiary of the Arabella-controlled New Venture Fund, Telescope positioned the IRS to reclassify it as a traditional charity in 2022. The IRS approved the request in May of 2023 after the group claimed its, quote, classification as a supporting organization is preventing donors from working within the organization. But Capital Research President Scott Walter suspects Arabella launched Telescope Fund to further camouflage its operations amid heightened scrutiny from law enforcement authorities. The scrutiny is largely focused on the Telescope's original parent group, the New Venture Fund. Remember that had ties to um, FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried's, yep. you know, dad. Okay. District of Columbia attorney uh, Brian Schwalb is investigating allegations that the new venture fund abused charity laws to help elect Democrats before and after the 2020 elections. Schwalb is also investigating whether Arabella is deriving its illegal profits from the new venture fund and other dark money groups in its network. Arabella claims it only provides back office administrative supports for their group, but a series of Washington Free Beacon reports in 2023 exposed the firm wields centralized control over the multi-billion dollar network. In 2022, the Telescope Fund raised over $30 million, almost all of which came from a single donation from Fidelity Investments Charitable Gift Fund and contributed $29 million to dozens of other liberal groups across the country, many of which focus on boosting voter registration at the state level. 
That control extends to the telescope fund, according to an administrative services agreement obtained by the Free Beacon. Arabella, a for-profit firm founded by Bill Clinton appointee Eric Kessler, has the right to veto any prospective donor to the telescope fund that poses a risk to the consulting firm. That agreement shows. All and, and though the Telescope Fund's board of directors retains final authority for all decisions, the fund promised not to exercise that authority reasonably and to work together with Arabella to research, re, you know, reach a, consens a consensus on any given matter. Former IRS tax law specialist Patrick Sternel said he has never seen a nonprofit allow for allow a for-profit firm to control the donations it receives. The policy would be carefully drafted so that the charity retains ultimate control, but it is circumscribed by the agreement with Arabella Advisors, Sternel told the Free Beacon. The arrangement also raises the possibility that the Telescope Fund could violate its charity fiduciary duties by operating in Arabella Advisors' best interest. Not on its own, says Paul Kamenar, an attorney for the watchdog group National Legal and Policy Center. Arabella Advisors told the Free Beacon it works for the Telegraph Fund, not the other way around. We are proud to provide administrative support and accounting services related to the fund's grant-making and operations, an Arabella spokesperson said. It appears unlikely that disagreements will arise between the two groups. Telescope Fund's president, Leslie Payne, was formerly a senior director at Arabella Advisors. And Telescope Fund Secretary Brian Mangan concurrently serves as a member of Arabella Advisors' executive team. S Telescope Fund's general counsel, Andrew Schultz, also manage manages Arabella's legal affairs. Wow. 200 million a year on top of everything else that we've already been telling you. Think about what you can do with 200 million a year. Think about what they're doing here. And this is, again, 501c4s. No one can see where the money is. They set up the 501c3 to push the money into. Therefore, they can say, oh, well, this came, the money came from this 501c4. Uh, 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 uh. It's a perfect structure. It's corrupt. It needs to be thrown out with the garbage. It shouldn't be in our political system. They shouldn't even be allowed to uh, exist in this, in this format, considering you know the way the laws are actually written and the way politics has been in America up until the modern era. They're trying to train the young people that this is just normal and we've all been doing this the whole time. There was no such thing as a pack circa 2004, 2005. I don't even remember hearing that word until right around the time Obama was coming up to the presidency. So it's very, very interesting the way that they, you know, have garnered control over the narrative in people's minds very, very easily with these funding, with this funding in these organizations. So what was the first pack? I wonder. I'm not really sure. It, it, I think it was the. I think it was uh, the uh, one to get him elected to get. Uh, first pack Obama was the CIO pack formed in July 1943 under CIO President Philip oh. Philip Murphy and headed by Sidney Hillman. It was established after the U.S. Congress prohibited unions from giving direct contributions to political candidates. Ha. Mm -hmm. And so you know, so like you know, it was different up until like the 2000 era. And and they supercharged it. Yeah. Was the Swift boat a pack? I'm not sure. That's interesting. So yeah. So, you know, but they use them to to get foreign donations <laughs> that are illegal into your candidates, Democrat candidates, guys. It's crazy. not to, not to, 
Not to mention that the foreign donations happen to be coming back from uh, foreign aid that we at some point sent out. Here's Your a uh, tweet that here's a tweet that Poussaint just did. Twenty two hundred and fifty seven days left until our election. What are the influencers you are listening to talking about? Anything to help get Trump elected? What narrative are they pushing? Is it about public enemy number one, Arabelle advisors that Trump mentioned? They have a new arm now called the Telescope Fund. The MG show is ask them why they are not. I dare you. Shame on them. Put that put that uh link in here for everybody to go hit that for. Yeah. I mean, that's that uh, that's that's a great tweet right there, Poussant. Who's doing it? Who who's talking? They have a new fund to to slide the vote. They just got millions of dollars from the Fidelity charitable. That's a that's a bank, guys. Not only that, but it just in uh, it looks like uh, uh, what was it? March of last year, they got their IRS approval, and so right now wow. we've got the IRS that, that you know they don't care about Scientology. They can be tax exempt. They don't care about all of these funds. They can be accepted. But oh yeah, there's now a story breaking about AI monitoring all of your bank accounts in real time so you know these, these all these all these new irs agents you know they said oh we're going after the billionaires <laughs> no they're not they're going after you yeah yeah uh i want to play this shady group this is uh julian assange's wife stella yeah uh, joins from the extradition hearing uh let's play this because it's important free assange this is episode 76 and says, as they lecture us endlessly about human rights in other countries, the Biden administration is trying to kill journalist Julian Assange for the crime of embarrassing the CIA. His wife, Stella, joins us from his extradition hearing. Let's watch this, Shady Groove. Julian Assange has been locked away in one place or another for more than a decade. Julian Assange is so despised by elements within the permanent U.S. government, that at one point, CIA Director Mike Pompeo discussed murdering him in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, where he was seeking asylum. Mike Pompeo has never been charged for that, which is a crime. Unelected bureaucrats can't just murder people they don't like, um, and he probably never will be charged for the crime. Virtually the entire ruling class in Washington is opposed to Julian Assange. And that's the reason that he has sat for years now in Belmarsh Prison in London. Keep in mind, Julian Assange has not been charged with a crime in Great Britain, and yet he's being held there. So this fall, we went to Belmarsh and we asked Julian Assange, why do you think you're being held as the most wanted man in America without ever being charged with a real crime? Here's what he told us. We talked about why he is in prison. And my first question to him was, what do you think this is actually about since you haven't been accused of a crime? And he said something that really struck me. And, and I think having spent my life in Washington is absolutely right. He said he first became famous when WikiLeaks published uh, documents and videos that the US government had kept secret from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. They were gravely embarrassing to the Pentagon. Um, but that's, that wasn't the red line. The red line was several years later when WikiLeaks published information about surveillance by the CIA. And so I asked him directly, are you aware of anyone being harmed or killed on the basis of, of information they published? He said, of course not. And, and he said it in a sincere way. Like, by the way, I think if people were killed because of his publishing, because of the stories that he put online, he would feel bad about it. I mean, he seems like a humane person. He went to, he withheld information about CIA because he didn't want to get people hurt. He famously published the contents of Hillary Clinton's email account. 
I asked him, when you published these emails, did you realize how powerful Hillary Clinton was? We had a conversation about that, and I said, looking back, you know, do you regret doing that? He goes, honestly, it was fun. You'll notice that Julian Assange was not in that clip. That was a recap of our conversation with Julian Assange, and the reason we did that was they wouldn't allow us to interview him on camera. So not only are they holding him, they hope until he dies, in a maximum security prison, but they're also preventing him from telling his own story to the world. All of this is a crime. Every person running for president of the United States should be forced to answer the question, will you pardon Julian Assange if he ever winds up on American soil? So far, no one has been forced to answer that question. We hope that will change. The woman you saw in the clip is Julian Assange's wife, Stella. She has been uh, his greatest advocate uh, in the free world, and she is now leading the effort to stop his extradition to the United States, where he would wind up in a supermax prison, never be heard from again until he dies. She is a lawyer, a human rights activist, and we're honored to have her join us now. Stella Assange, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Can you give us an update? Because I know this is taking place right now. It's in progress currently what the status of this extradition hearing is. Well, look, we've just been in court for two days and this decision could be the final one. Uh, we didn't know when we were coming into it yesterday whether we would have a decision today. And if the UK decides in favor of the US, then it will put Julian on a plane to the US. I mean, that is how imminent it is. So really it's, it's um, it's a very, very high risk moment for Julian. And what happened during uh, these two days is that uh, the, the two judges said that they would withhold their, their decision uh, until, well, they haven't set a date, but um, at least a week. Uh, and so we don't know what will happen next. This, it remains the case that if he loses this round, then that's it in the UK. There's no further possibility for appeal. Um, he can try to go to the European Court of Human Rights, but last year, uh, only one, only one application to the European Court of Human Rights to stop an extradition or deportation was granted out of 63 applications. So it's really just in uh, extremely rare cases. Of course, we say this is one of them. This is one where there would be irreparable harm. And of course, the European Court of Human Rights uh, should stop an extradition if if the UK finds against him, but it's not a given. So uh, Julian could be on US soil within a matter of weeks. Uh, that's still the case. I'm I'm confused by the role of the UK in this. As far as I understand, he's never been charged with a crime in the United Kingdom, um, and yet the UK government is holding him, holding a journalist without charging him. I mean, this is what we accuse Russia and Iran and North Korea of doing. Why are British politicians degrading their own system and their history on behalf of the United States government? I feel like I'm missing something here. Well, this is the uh, this is the default uh, state of affairs. The the UK views itself as a lapdog. I mean, it was obvious in court at one point. One of the judges asked the U.S., uh, "Well, if if uh, the your argument is that if the Home Secretary sees that there's that the U.S. issued this extradition request um, and that it's wrong on the face of it, that she wouldn't be able to do anything. And and the U.S. lawyers said, yeah, that's precisely right. It's completely lopsided. The U.S. can do whatever it wants, basically. And that was part of their arguments in court. 
I mean, not to get too, too much into the weeds of the court proceedings, but basically what they were saying was, you have to take these statements of these prosecutors at face value. You don't, you know, you don't want to offend um, the United States or ally. Um, you would be implying that the prosecutors were lying. Um, and of course, uh, that would never be the case. So uh, they were trying to convince the court that, that they should just take it all at face value. And of course, inside the courtroom, it's like they're running um, two parallel cases. I mean, uh, we're, we're running uh, the case that the, the true reality, which is that Julian's a journalist that, that exposed the wrongdoing of the country that's trying to extradite him. And the U.S. is, you know, just trying to uh, attack Julian with all sorts of nonsense. Uh, the U.K. is a willing participant. Of course, his his imprisonment is uh, has gone for so long. He's been, you know, in high, Belmarsh High Security Prison for almost five years. But before that, in the embassy in 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 the Ecuadorian embassy in the heart of London. And during this time, uh, when he was in the embassy, it was surrounded by, by British police. They were spending something like um, millions and millions, I think it was five million pounds a year on surrounding the embassy. And he was not charged with a crime at the time. It was a, it was a show of force. And of course it was a show of force on behalf, you know, by this British police, but to show uh, the United States that that they were, you know, that they were they were showing their their allegiance basically, and that's how we've had this this lawlessness for over a decade to hound Julian, and to kind of send a, a, a signal. And his his imprisonment in Belmarsh, you know, is is part of a game that they play. That the U.S. says, well, the U.K. is keeping him. It's not really us. He's not in the U on U.S. soil. And the UK goes, well, it's not really us because this is a US extradition request and he's been there for almost five years. And so they play this game and they, uh, you know, he, 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 he's no one's responsibility. And it, it's just, uh, it's a game that they've been playing for years and years. Does it, I, I know you live there, but you follow American politics. Was it surprising to you that Mike Pompeo, uh, the neocon former CIA director who plotted to murder your husband, who had not been charged with anything in the US at that point, that he was allowed to continue to be prominent in the United States. He ran for president uh, after that. And no one in the American media said anything about it, really, with a few exceptions, but no one, no one even mentioned that. He tried to murder your husband. What did you think of that? Well, I think the CIA is a, is a rogue organization that everyone on every level of the U.S. Uh, politics is, is terrified of. Um, and they are trained to assassinate. They are trained to, um, to fabricate information and place it in the media and, uh, conduct propaganda warfare and, um, and to overthrow, uh, you know, governments and so on. Um, and, you know, not just abroad, it seems that there's a credible uh, case that, that they've done so domestically too. I mean, looking at this objectively, you think, well, what on earth is this? You know, there's a whole, uh, uh, spiel about, about, you know, U.S. democracy and so on. Um, and the CIA is, is an agency that has, you know, caused all sorts of trouble for many countries around the world, but also domestically, uh, they are a force for destabilization and compromise. Um, and, you know, Mike Pompeo's ability to, uh, uh, you know, move around Washington uh, without consequence, 
I don't think it's because of his, uh, his, uh, I don't know, attractiveness, uh, to, to the Washington, uh, circles, but rather, uh, he's seen as a dangerous person. Uh, but, you know, he tried to run for president and that didn't go very well. Uh, and he wrote a book and no one bought it except for his pack or whatever. Uh, so there's that. Um, but yeah, he, he's a dangerous individual. And, uh, even within the CIA, I mean, we know this story about Julian and the, and the murder plot because people within his organization, uh, said that he had lost the plot, that, that he had become obsessed with Julian, um, that he wanted to kill Julian, uh, and, and that he was discussing it, you know, in the White House and so on. So that means that there was, you know, internal, internal, um, disagreement about, about his, his obsession. Um, and that's a, that's a sign of hope, of course, within these organizations. There's always, uh, you know, different types of people with, with different levels of integrity and, and commitment to the constitution and so on. And, uh, the fact that many of them then spoke to these, um, uh, investigative, investigative journalists and, uh, exposed the, crazy um pompeo uh murder plot is you know commendable and and um i'm i'm personally very very thankful to them that they said something um not not uh not just because of uh the fact that it it we've been able to introduce it in court but because um it shows that that it goes against you know very basic, uh, rules of, of integrity and, um, that, that this obsession with Julian that Pompeo had, um, is part of like a, a, a serious collapse, even within the CIA that occurred during this time. Yeah. He is a dangerous person. He should be in prison. Um, and it's just striking that so few journalists ask him about that. Um, none so far as I know. Um, so tell me if your husband is extradited to the United States, what, do you think there's any chance he'll receive a presidential pardon? Any any president who looks at this case and understands how it is a danger um, to the the future of the U.S. Um, not just the Constitution, but the political culture that there has been in the United States that has been built on openness and a you know a vibrant um, culture of of opposition to centralized power. Yes all of that will go out the window with this case. So any president who actually values these traditional um, constitutional protections should uh, free Julian in whatever, in whatever um, form that takes. If it's a pardon, then, you know, I welcome it. I frankly, I don't care how he's freed. He just needs to be freed. Uh, the, the corruption and the lawlessness around Julian's case, uh, it's politically motivated, it's, it's rotten to the core. Um, all of that is self-evident. And whatever happens, as long as Julian's free, um, you know, everything else is secondary as far as I'm concerned. And, and my last question, how, how is he doing to the extent you can characterize it physically and psychologically? Well, he's not doing well. He wasn't even uh, attending these hearings. And, and this is you know, the decisive hearing for Julian, uh, as I said, if he, if he loses this round and we don't know yet if he's lost, 
then he'll be put on a plane to the United States um, unless we can prevent it some some other way. But he wasn't even attending, not even in person, not even over video link. He was able to call his lawyers during the hearing, so he was following what was happening in court. Uh, but if he hadn't been kept in Walmart High Security Prison uh, during the past five years, he wouldn't be in this state of of deterioration and decline. Uh, he would have, of course, have attended his own hearing, uh, especially one like this. And I think it's it's should be a wake up call um, that Julian's life is at risk. Uh, that every day he spends in prison is a day that his health deteriorates. I mean, five years inside that prison, many people don't survive it. There have been many people in Belmarsh who have committed suicide during this time, including a friend of Julian's who was um, also inside the, who he met in the prison and, and who, who became a friend. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a harsh environment and he's under enormous pressure. And he, he's, he knows that the United States um, is the country that's plotted his assassination. So like the stakes, the stakes could not be higher, uh, but he knows there's a lot of support out there uh, he knows I'm doing this interview with Tucker, and uh, he knows there's a lot of support. So that is also uh, something that keeps him afloat. Um, he's a fighter. And I think, um, you know, I think the world's waking up. I've seen a lot of support, actually. I've seen a lot of attention this time around. The yeah. press is, I think, starting to realize what the implications are and how, how serious this is, and that it's not just about Julian, that it's actually um, threatening the press's ability to do its job in a very, very uh, real way, especially the press that does the most important work, the one that makes those in power um, feel uncomfortable and worried about their future careers and, and freedom. So that was very interesting, okay? so. Julian Assange, probably, you heard Pompeo, okay, trust Kansas, we know that, so now that I'm scratching that off the list, but he wanted to murder Julian Assange, and I'm sure there was other people that were put into the uh, administration, right, let's look at this, Shady Groove, real quick, CIA's officials under Trump, see how it's all now Trump, Mike Pompeo and officials requested options for killing Assange following WikiLeaks publication of hacking tools. I'm sure General Flynn wouldn't have any, you know, bad remorse over Julian Assange trolls intel community over Flynn leaks. I'm sure, you know, he's good with Flynn. Flynn's good with him too, right? So if our president was, as he said today on the Laura Ingram or on the Laura Ingram interview, he met a lot of people in, in Washington. He didn't know who they were in his first term. He knows who they are now, and so do you. Shady Groove. 100%. Uh, really, really glad to hear from Stella. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm glad to get a little piece. I'm glad that Tucker was willing to do that and, and to speak with her. And I'd just like to pass on to each and every one of you that Julian Assange uh, and this show, MG Show, aligns with Julian Assange and what his message was, which is the corrupt military-industrial complex are lev levying wars in your name and doing things in your name that you would not agree with if you knew what was going on. And that's what the releases that he brought forward were revealing, the, uh, the underbelly of the military-industrial complex and their operations in foreign countries and what they're willing to do. I'd just like to bring your attention for just a second to, to say, isn't it interesting how 
focused the British are on Julian Assange. Isn't it interesting that how focused the British were in getting us into war in Iraq and Afghanistan? Who is really puppeting America? Who is and what is the Tavistock operation that is going on out here? And what in the world does it mean? It means that the truth is being suppressed and pushed aside. The lie is being perpetrated and elevated and amplified. You have to use your own discernment to figure all that stuff out. Because let me tell you right now, no talking head in the news is going to tell you anything close to the truth. Yeah. And there's a question in here. Thoughts on another person. What are your thoughts? You know, what are your thoughts? That's what matters. Not what I think. You know, so guys, start thinking, start figuring out yourself. This is where we're at. We don't need anybody to tell us anything, right? And we will not do that here on the MG show, but we will, you know, kind of, you know, call people out that need to be called out. Yeah, light light a fire. Right. And that's it. That's our uh that's our day today. Oh my god. Thursday, another week almost in the can. We'll see you tomorrow, right here on MG Show, Shady Groove. See you later. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long That even my mama thinks that my mind is gone But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking Or you and your homies might be lying to talk I really hate the trip, but I got a low as they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke, fool. I'm the kind of cheater little homies want to be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street line. Been standing most of the night, dealing with the The situation they got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the shit, so I gotta be there with the hood team. Too much television watching got me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got my tin in my hand and a gleam in my eye. I'm a low out gangster, set tripping banker. And my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger. Fool, death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life through a dire. What can I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24? The way things are going, I don't know. Tell me why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? Power and the money, money and the power, minute after minute. 
hour after hour. Everybody's running, but half of them ain't looking. It's going on in the kitchen, but I don't know what's cooking. They say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't. I guess they won't. I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool. it another day where we go one we go all right here on the mg show don't forget to check out our website www.mg.show boom